Yeah, you want me to just kick it off or you want to kick it off? Uh, so we'll start. This is episode two of Hammer Time with guest Matt Higgins. You're all right with your name being out there, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, we're going to talk today about the Masters. We're going to talk about opening day. And we're going to touch on college football. I don't really have anything fun prepared because this is like kind of a an ap- like a real episode that I actually really want to do. I had like fun questions with Bob, but um, I already know enough about what sort of drinks you like to drink and all that. <laughs> um, so let's just go straight into it. The master starts tomorrow. Uh, you have picks. I have one pick um, for the whole thing, but you're going to have a lot more analysis than I will. Uh, so I'll just go ahead and I'll just say it's weird because opening day this year coincides with the beginning of the Masters, which has never happened, at least in our lifetime. Uh, I think that the only analysis, real analysis I have is that Tiger Woods is going to be just everybody in the world's going to bet him. He's plus 5,000. He's not going to win. Um, I mean, how do you not though? How do you not sprinkle a little on that? You don't have a you don't have a heart if you don't put money on him. Right, right. Like it, Tiger's back. I mean, I couldn't be more excited for this weekend. Yeah. So he's been plus thirty five hundred to plus seventy five hundred at most books. Uh, Lawrenceburg Barstool Sportsbook has him at plus five thousand. So I think ten bucks is is worth it, uh, even if he gets smoked. The only real analysis that I have for you is my sleeper is uh, Shane Lowry. You probably not even a sleeper it's more of a value pick than anything yeah um, and i know now, that are you picking are you picking winners right that's my winner yeah okay that's my winner and that i don't have anything else for the whole thing i i have nothing else so um i know xander's gonna be in there i know patrick uh cantlay is gonna be in there uh, yep. the usual suspects but uh i don't think i don't see any point in taking any of the usual suspects so yeah. Uh, so I'll uh, I'll share. I have uh, six winners. Mm-hmm. Um, I took Morikawa. I took Rom. I don't necessarily like taking the favorite, but I think Rom's gonna Rom's gonna come out and I don't want to say dominate, but I think he's gonna do really well. Um, Zalatoris, which is kind of it, like you said, it's not so much. Uh, like a sleeper pick, but like a value pick mm-hmm. because he's at plus the, what I got him at is at plus 3,500 and he finished second last year in the first time ever playing at Augusta. Only second to uh, Hideki. Matsuyama. Matsuyama. Yeah. Yeah. Who won the yeah. And then uh, I have Hovland who is one of the hottest golfers right now. Um, I have Scheffler, who has three wins already this year on the PGA Tour. Yeah. Uh, Schauffele, who always finishes what seems to be top five, top ten every year. Yeah, Xander and then, to watch. I don't know how he hasn't won one of these. but um, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how either. Um, and then I have Kepka just – I like Kepka, so I had to I had to throw him in there. You <laughs> might be Brooks guy. I'm more of a Bryson guy. I think they're both. Uh, I think they're both would. awesome in their own separate ways. But uh, my my favorite was the the drama between them two last year. <laughs> I think it's hysterical, but I think the best part about it is it's good for golf. So oh yeah, I'm rooting oh, for yeah. both. 
I just want to see Bryson hit the hell out of the ball, and I want to see Brooks kind of laughing uh, a little bit. Yeah, and Bryson, Bryson putting one over the lake last year, carrying it like 375 yards was unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So, round one matchups for tomorrow. Heavy, heavy hitters matched up together all in the afternoon. Yeah. Great, great golf to watch. You got Cam Smith versus Justin Thomas, Matsuyama versus Scheffler, DJ versus Morikawa, Rom versus Cantlay, Spieth versus Shoffley, and Hovland versus McElroy to end it all. Like JT and Cam, Cam Smith tee off at like noon, and then they all just follow them. So it's, it's going to be, be it's going to be a full full day. Full day. Full day. I don't. I don't really like any of the matchups. Um, I I don't like betting on those matchups because one guy is always going to be like heavy favored, and I don't like. Whenever I bet golf, I like to find the value pick in 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 a matchup that I like. So tomorrow I have Brooks winning money line against Matthew Fitzpatrick. In the last, they're the last time to tee off. And then I have Neiman versus Ustazen, and I have Neiman winning money line for my picks tomorrow. Um, yeah, I, I'm unbelievably excited. Unbelievable. We're in excited. three or four different, maybe, maybe not three, maybe we're two or three different group betting uh, discussions uh, on group me or on Twitter uh, or over just over text, but. It seems like everybody's always asking for your opinion whenever we do bet the golf. So, yeah, and I, I feel uh, like you do pretty well. They continue to ask for your opinion, so I'll probably yeah whatever whatever you you know tell me. To yeah, do. so I went I went on I went on an absolute hot streak. Uh, the players players championship weekend I went nine and one. Um, two a week or two before that I went eight and zero. So I went hot, but then, you know, you know, as well as I do, that hot streak ends sometimes in yeah. match play, I missed. Pretty abruptly, yeah. yeah, yeah, it ends fast, but we're, we're going to get back on track this week. Um, and the, the, to circle back around the Spee's comments about the champions dinner, absolutely outrageous, yeah. but the menu was insane. I know you said before that you didn't see it. But the appetizers were was assorted sushi and chicken skewers with miso glazed black cod as one of the entrees, wagyu, a wagyu ribeye with mushrooms and assorted vegetables. And then to top it off, he has Japanese short or a strawberry shortcake for dessert. <laughs> How fire does that sound? So it does, but what about this? Like, why did Speed say what he said about, like, maybe for people who aren't informed like me, why did, why did Speed say what he said about going back for seconds? And uh, he he was referring he was referring to like a tournament that he played over in Japan, I believe, where he had uh, a wagyu steak for the first time, okay. and he said in his comments he said. Uh, what do you say? He said, I'm probably going to make the entire state of Texas mad, but that's the best slab of beef I've ever had. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so have you given, and don't say it yet if you have, have you given a winner yet? 
who you yes. think you've said who oh, you Oh, like like who I actually think is going to win or who I bet yeah. on. So both. Okay. Okay, so if you haven't said it yet, why don't we just take a second here to talk about Smythe Automotive here real quick. You're wearing the sweatshirt. Yeah, wearing the sweatshirt. Shout out to our guys. Uh, this Masters preview was brought to you by Smythe Auto Parts. Summer's around the corner. Coolers are packed up. The boys are ready to go. But, oh, no, your boat's battery is dead. Stop in the Smythe's 26 locations for the best prices on marine batteries. Smythe Auto Parts. Right parts, right price, right now. And that's a big shout-out to Logan Smythe. That's one of our first sponsors that we've had for Hammer Time. So, uh, thank you, Logan. Thank you, Smythe Automotive. And, uh, Mr. Smythe, we're forever indebted to you for your photography skills, for the dingers, and for what you do for uh, the community around Cincinnati. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stop in on all your needs. All 26 locations. Mm-hmm. Is that, for the most part, is that most of the things that you have that you wanted to say about golf? Yeah, yeah. I'm good so on that. I don't that. really have much. I know this. I don't. We can kind of skip around now, but I know you've been a lifelong UNC fan. That had to hurt you a little bit. Yeah, that was tough. But you that know what? Tough. They made it that far uh, off the seed that they were. So. Yeah, and uh, and uh, first year head coach. You know, it, it's kind of hard to, kind of hard to follow in a legend's footsteps and to take the team to a national title first year. I'll take it. And they were totally playing for him the entire tournament. Oh, 100%. Not only the entire March Madness, also the ACC tournament. They were playing. Also the ACC tournament. They, But I think what really flipped the script for them was that last game at Duke. Mm-hmm. When when they just ruined Coach K's, you know, farewell tour. Yep. And then it was all about the UNC-Duke matchup and what was that, the Final Four? Uh, and then – and then they ruined it again. So and I'm going to go ahead. They... And, I'm going to go ahead and air them out here because you and my brother-in-law should have met a long time ago. You guys tweeted each other more than anybody on earth. <laughs> and uh, I asked him to be here tonight. And this guy has been telling me for the longest time, "Don't bet on UNC." Whoever he's faded UNC almost every game of this tournament. Oh, um, I've wanted to take them almost every game. And actually, my my girlfriend can uh, attest to that. Most people in my text messages that I text about this stuff with can attest to that. I've said Duke points every time, if not money line, every single time, because they've been getting points quite a bit. I mean, yeah. So they've been on a roll, and I kind of knew the same thing. I didn't watch basketball all year, and then I turned on a couple of the tournament, the you know, before March Madness, the mm-hmm. uh, different conferences. Oh, you got to you got to get your you got to get your refresher for March Madness. That is, that's a total refresher, and I knew I said, dude, they just beat you know, they just took him down. That's his legacy. And, uh, I had a really good feeling about them the whole time. I would have been dead wrong on, uh, Villanova. I thought Villanova was going to stick it to Kansas. I think Jay Wright did great things there and he's done great things, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know though. I don't know though. Kansas, Kansas shot. I don't know about you, but Kansas shocked me. Kansas shocked me. I did not, I did not think that the big man that they had, Mm -hmm. dude, as soon as as soon as Armando Baycott went out of the game, he took over. Yeah, he took, he took over. He's a monster. You can't stop a guy that's six ten and knows how to shoot a little jump hook in the middle of the in the middle of the paint. Right. I mean, he's a monster. Yeah, he's a beast. I thought Love had a great Love had a just a unbelievable mm-hmm. tournament. Baycott, mm-hmm. I wish he was healthier, but um... him and uh, RJ RJ Davis. They yeah. both they both played really well. I'd be interested to see what they do next year. I mean, I feel like Caleb Love's probably going to go to the NBA. Yeah, I would assume. 
Armando Baycott with having what do you have like 32 right. uh, double doubles this year? He's probably going to go to the NBA. So they're they're probably going to be back at square one maybe. But I think what I think honestly what really ruined them was they didn't have any depth. Right. I mean those 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 starters played every bit of what is it 40 minutes they played I would say 35 minutes of each game if they weren't blowing out people right that's a lot that catches up quick I mean I'm no basketball player but that's just you gotta be in shape shape for that (laughs) that's a lot of minutes uh and then so we'll move on here opening day what do you think here I don't even really want to spend that much time talking about this because it's a shame what the Reds have done Uh, it really is I'm wearing the Castellano shirt under under my Serenity shirt, uh, but they got uh, they got uh, the Braves tomorrow to open up the season. Actually, I'm sorry, they have the Braves for their last preseason. No, 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 they do. They start. No, the they open. Yeah, they open up eight o'clock first. in Atlanta. Yeah, uh, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, they're gonna get killed. I think. Dude, I I have wanted, and this is for you know people that are betting that listen to this. I have wanted to take the under on Reds total wins for the last two and a half weeks. Yeah. I think what was their total at to start the season? Somewhere in the 70s? Somewhere around 70s. 70s. Yeah. I would be shocked if they get above 60 wins. So I I would be I like this is where I'm at with the Reds. Like I don't even want to I don't even want to watch them. Yeah. Like I don't like last year, I felt like actually the year before last that was the first time I was really like excited about baseball. And then last year I watched more Reds games than I probably have in my entire life. And now we're just, you know, back to square one. Yeah. It's really upsetting. I was, we, me and my old roommate would go down to Holy grail three or four times a week just to watch him. And I'm not downtown anymore. And I I won't be downtown nearly as often this year just because. No. Did you see, did you see, uh, was it Castellini's comments about, why there are still opening day tickets left oh lord what What, what, he said he said it's because the date changed (laughs) and i wanted somebody on twitter was like nah man that ain't it (laughs) uh all right well yeah that's all i got for the for the reds i don't think they deserve too much i think castellini doesn't deserve too much of our time the reds no castellini does not um so you're holding on to your uh picks still uh, for your uh, for the Masters, let's we'll do that at the end. Um, okay. I guess let's dip into. Maybe I'll give I'll do a little uh, ad read here. We'll talk about Serenity. So Serenity Apparel Store, um, welcome to your escape. It doesn't come uh, from how society measures success or the appreciation of others. Serenity comes from within. It comes from being at peace with who you are. It comes from realizing that personal experiences and the challenges you face are ultimately what shape you into the person you were created to be. Um, this is a brand, a clothing brand that was made by one of my buddies, Ty Sponseller. He played football here at UC. Uh, he's a Mason boy. And then he went to Elon. And uh, he is part, well, I'd say main leader co-leader of the 12th corner down to the UC Bearcats baseball team. Yeah. Uh, he's an electric guy. And um, like I, I had Bob on here last or last episode. So that's an electric family. They, I can't say enough good things about them. Ty yeah. is one of the most outgoing people in the world. Just funny, funny ass dude to be around. 
and I support anything that that he, um, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That he has his hands on. So, Serenity yeah. Apparel, go shop. I'm sure if you buy something, Ty will give me like a dollar. So get something from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's right. good average, though. That's yeah, good average. I know they got a great. That was nice. That hit. That hit. That hit home. I know. I love that. Uh, so let's talk. This will be uh, kind of the last little part. So for me. I want this show to be about college football. Obviously, we're a long ways away from that. Their spring game – well, Michigan already had their spring game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ohio State's is next Saturday. Yep. Uh, tickets are going for like 7 bucks right now, but I don't think the weather is going to cooperate. So. Uh, so let's just talk. I'm not going to have any analysis paralysis from uh, last year. I think last year I finished off the season pretty good. I hit one humongous parlay that saved my whole season. It was like, yeah, I mean, it was like a four or five team money line parlay that ended up like a, it was a free play parlay too. So it was like, Oh, love that. Like seven grand. So um, I was up, I think my unit is a hundred dollars. So I was up 70 units right there and I might've lost for like four weeks straight to start the season, but that easily covered my losses. So, um, you know, how right I do this. we were talking about though, it right. always flips. Always. So, you know how I do this. I, I hone in on four or five teams and yep. you have a pretty similar strategy, Texas horns down. <laughs> you love texas You're all go. they're all like the way back baby. every single week they're all the way back hey they're all the way back now with uh old boy that just transferred there though i know i knew you were gonna say that too unfortunately <laughs> i i'm gonna be uh on my same four or five teams this year and i'm not always on them sometimes i'm against them but for the most part i look for those four or five teams at the beginning of the season that I think are undervalued. They're constantly going to be bet against and um, bet down on. So that kind of deter- that's kind of determined by the um, strength of their schedule, which mm-hmm. conference they're in, and their home and away, you know, status, mm-hmm. you know, how they do on the road. And um, really, I think quarterback play is one of the biggest parts of, of the huge. Yeah, I think last year, uh, some of those teams for me – Ole Miss was on my list every single week. Yo, they were your guys. Well, I remember Matt you Corral. bet them every week. <laughs> you know, I love I, I love Lane Kiffin. I love Matt Corral. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to make the list this year. Um, Baylor was on my list almost every week. The Jalen mm-hmm. Bears. Um, the Jalen Bears. <laughs> Bears. Kansas State was another one. They were all yeah. on the list. Yeah. Uh, and then I tried for the most part to – fade big time schools like notre dame ohio state yeah you faded you faded a lot of those ohio state spreads which i don't i don't blame you they were massive sometimes they're big spreads they're really yeah. big numbers and in the first half of the season it was working pretty well because ohio state wasn't playing that good second right. half of the season they started to run away with some games so yeah they hit they hit their stride that mid mid-year yeah and so i've been doing this now for around eight or nine years and i don't, haven't really had a um a system like that where I've, you know, picked up on which teams to bet on beginning of the year and which teams to bet on later on in the year. But that's definitely a team. And you know, this being an Ohio state fan, they always pick it up at the end of the season. Uh, rarely ever do they kind of like let those last three or four games just slide. So no, 
and it and they better, not, they better not let that they better not let that last game slide again this year. <laughs> Do you remember a couple of years ago when they let they almost let that Maryland team beat them? Oh my God, that was the worst. And they and were then, bad. Was that the same year that uh, what's his name Denzel Ward? Maybe he had like wide out for Maryland was going out for a little bubble screen and he absolutely laid him out and caused a fumble and they called they called it targeting. Yeah. Unreal. Not even close. Best football. Maryland should have won that game. I think they should have, but they didn't. <laughs> but that was a really high scoring game. And I remember I was at a yep. bar in Atlanta and I had money on Ohio Ohio State money line was like the last of like a 12 leg parlay for me. So it was hardly, you know, it was like my biggest, it was my best bet. Was right money line. it was a huge yeah. favorite and i just remember i was sitting there and i was like they're gonna cost me you know they're gonna cost me this 12 leg parlay ohio state yeah money line and i don't know what it was i'm, I'm gonna say it was over minus a thousand though for the oh league. easily against maryland for sure yeah it was and maryland was really really bad that year um uh, so let's just kind so of who's, on, who's on let me ask you a question who's on your list this year do you have you have an idea so we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna talk about that right now so I have done way too early look ahead, Um, (laughs) a way too early look ahead. And we'll talk. I want to know who you think. I know who you think is going to win the Heisman, but um, we'll we'll get there in a second. I don't don't know. Yeah. Okay, keep going. You're going to say Stroud. Yes. (laughs) So Texas A&M has their top rated, rated signing class of all time. Uh, I think that's important because it's going to, it's, been a down year last year and it's going to continue mm-hmm. probably to be a down year for a couple of those programs lsu wasn't crazy last year no it wasn't crazy and mm-hmm. um old miss losing matt corral that hurts um, that hurts a lot um so there's opportunity for them to kind of sneak in some places where maybe they don't really belong ultimately though you know the two powerhouses that they're always going to have with georgia and alabama so mm-hmm. um, until somebody else can come along and knock one of those two off and I don't think it's really worth that much, but I do think for betting purposes, having a top rated signing class, maybe not this year, but maybe next year or at the end of this season, depending on how many guys start is, is worth knowing Houston. uh, Not only are they good at college basketball, they bring back a bulk of a 12 win roster. So they had 12 wins last year and they bring back the majority of that roster. Uh, So they're going to probably be a pretty big favorite. That's something that I'm going to put a future on. Um, for them to win their conference and I'll probably take, take my chances there and uh, uh, bet on that. They'll be one of the teams that pretty much. What are they in? What are they in the AAC? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Uh, yeah, And they're moving. They're they're with um, UC. They're moving to um, the big 12. Big 12. (laughs) Correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, Grayson uh, McCall, the quarterback for uh, coastal Carolina, he skipped out on the NFL because he wanted to be with the uh, shots one more year. So I, think oh. I, I'll tell you what, I, I don't think they're really that good. They had that one little fluke season, like the UCF. Yeah, dude, they're, they're fun to watch, and they have a lot of. That stuff. is that is absurd, <laughs> absurd that he's going to skip the NFL. That's, you know that that's he, they have a lot of swag though when they do those blonde. They uh, do. I I like the swag, but go get paid. I mean, I guess you can get paid now, but like, yep. come on. Uh, preseason Wake Forest has one of the most favorable schedules and almost won the ACC last year if it wasn't for a couple mishaps like with Clemson there at the end of the season. 
they still have their same quarterback, right? Yes, and uh, Wake Forest with a, a not a not a good strength of schedule, uh, but a pretty easy strength of schedule. I don't know what it means for them and their chances of being ranked in the top ten, but I know last year at the end of the season they were. So yeah. I think they'll be back. Because the ACC is kind of a is kind of a coin flip, right? I mean, unless Clemson decides to be, you know, Clemson of three or four years ago. Right. I mean, I don't know anybody can step in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that he's going to be the guy that gets them to wherever they need to be at. But Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, so Tennessee, I don't know if you watched a lot of them last year. They had a ton of confidence at the end of the season. They were playing really, really good football. And actually, if you go back to that Ole Miss game that they played Ole Miss and it was a shootout, I mean, that was one of the best games I've seen like in a long, long time. Uh, yeah. They win that game, and then we're having this conversation probably about Tennessee instead of yep. Miss, but uh, they were really, really good. Ole Miss, speaking of them, hit the transfer portal uh, as hard as anybody this year in college football. They got that new guy you're talking about. Oh, no, you're talking about Texas, but uh, they got Texas. this new guy from USC, uh, Jackson Dart. I think that's the coolest mm. name. That's <laughs> – how, 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 how do you get a better name? Jackson <laughs> Yeah. I love that for a quarterback. Uh, from oh, yeah. USC. So he obviously was pushed out with Lincoln Riley coming in and Caleb Williams uh, yeah. leaving. So I think I, I will probably watch him for a couple of weeks before I do anything crazy. But, you know, they always have a good wide receiver core. Oh, yeah. Um, this is speaking of Connor uh, earlier there. Connor, you know, I had my three or four little teams. Connor had Army every single week, and he did so well on them. I think that's the only reason he probably even broke even last year. Jeff Munkin and Army will be back as strong as they were last year. That is a strong football team. Interesting. That, I'm telling you, man. That, that What a wild card. What a wild card is right. But Army <laughs> is going to be one of those teams that you go, wow, I should have paid a little bit more attention to them. And that guy is a great coach, and I tell you what, those players love playing for him, so. Uh, that's, I'm taking a mental note on that one. Yeah, that's a mental note. You'll want to you'll want to jot that one down. So this already happened, uh, and we will stay apolitical, as I told Bob Sponseller. But uh, Cap wants a shot back in the NFL. Still, I think he's 36 years old. He was the honorary captain for the Michigan spring game, and he even convinced Harbaugh to let him do his own exhibition at halftime uh, to show he still has it. There was a lot of the players were kind of giving him support. I still, I think that time is long gone. And um, like I said, we're staying apolitical. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's 36 years old. 36. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. And then uh, kind of the last thing I have here to just wrap up college football. And I think this will tell you, uh, this is, this is my future to win uh, the championship next year. And I know you won't really like this that much, but Saban has come out and said he really likes this year's team. And they're returning a lot of their primetime guys, especially Will Anderson and the uh, quarterback Bryce Young. Bryce Young. And I think for Saban to come out this early on and say how much he likes their team, he said he feels like their defense is being mean, like they're playing mean. Well, you never like to hear that because you Alabama like defense is – yeah pretty stout in general and Saban's the biggest uh he can find a mistake anywhere so that's kind of scary <laughs> very scary so yeah I'm not sure I don't know if you know that that will be my college football championship future I think they're too good and they 
probably lost in a spot where they should have maybe won last year. I think if not for a couple injuries at wide receiver and on defense, they probably win that game. Stetson Bennett played like out of his mind in a, in a big time mm-hmm. spot. And I'm really happy for Georgia and all my UGA friends from Atlanta. So, uh, yeah, they needed, they needed a, they needed a championship. They had been in the discussion for a long time. Yeah. And they I needed they, one. They deserved it. That defense was just as mean as anybody else's. So. Right. I mean that, that dude, uh, who's the nose tackle that's running like a four, seven and he's like six, Six seven three hundred and fifty pounds. He's running like a four. He's sub five forty. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, they're just freaks. That's the only way. Yeah. Uh, so with that, Higgy, I got nothing else. Um, I got. I want to go over it just real quick. We probably only have a couple more minutes left. So you withheld your master's pick, and you. I want you to give that. And that if you have a Heisman winner. And I know, like we said, it's going to probably be Shroud. If you have anybody else you think is a good value pick, we both talked about the Reds under on the season win totals. Uh, And then if you have any other things that you want to say as far as maybe the upcoming MLB season or about maybe what you think um, the season holds for Ohio State, you probably know Um, what I do for both of those things. So. Yeah, so I'll uh, I'll go ahead and kick it off with uh, Masters pick. If I had to pick one guy, one guy to win this weekend, I'm picking Zalatoris. Okay. Love it. I, I think he's he he played well uh in match play. He played well in um at the at the players. He's he's just been playing really well. And I think last year when he played in the Masters and finished second, it kind of springboarded him and gave him that confidence that he can, you know play with these guys um and at plus 3500 i like it i like it a lot um like i said before though i have i have six six picks uh i have money spread around on all of them to win you know and let me preface this by saying it was free play so it's it's nothing crazy but uh you know morikawa rom zalatoris hovland shafle and uh, Kepka. But if I had to pick one out of that list, it would be Zalatoris. Because, yep. A, you never really want to bet on the favorite and because typically the favorite, I mean, as we know, doesn't really win when it comes to golf. Golf's kind of a coin flip. Um, for Heisman, I mean, I obviously want Stroud to win. Like you said, I, I, can't, I can't not pick him. Um, but I it's going to be tough if, if Alabama has any portion of the wide receiver core that they had last year, Bryce Young's going to be tough to beat. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be tough to beat. Um, but shout out to the Ohio State University because Jamison Williams, the wideout for Alabama, was actually at Ohio State and transferred to Alabama. Mm-hmm. But because as soon as Chris Olave said that he was coming back, he was like, I'm not going to play. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Ohio State football, man, just can't wait for the season. Uh, no real. I, I mean, I think they're going to be really good again. I, I, I think a couple of things that needed to be addressed got addressed with a uh, new D coordinator. I like that. Um, I think that. Their offense is going to be scary. It was scary last year, but I think it's going to be even more scary when, or scarier 
when you know you got somebody like uh smith najigba coming back you have um why am i drawing a blank on oh marvin harrison jr i mean they all absolutely performed in, last year yeah. so um yeah i i wanted to make a run and like i said they have to they have to win that last game of the season have to we yeah. can't have another we can't have another one like that i got too used to winning <laughs> Well, uh, you're going to be pretty used to winning here, I think, for the next couple of years with Joe Burrow there at quarterback. So I don't feel like uh, you at all. Your uh, yeah. your team was in the uh, championship in March Madness. Your other NFL team was in the uh, Super Bowl, and uh, Ohio State's going to probably make college. Oh, speaking on that, very excited for the Bengals season. I, I, how, what do you, what do you feel about the Steelers? We'll you pivot a little bit to the NFL. Feel, <laughs> you know We're going to suck. You know what? I saw that odds for the a, uh, AFC. We're mm-hmm. fourth in the AFC North. You know who's first to win uh, the AFC um, North right now? Probably either the – it's definitely not the Bengals. It's Cleveland. Yeah, I was going to say either – it, it's and then that's, it's the Bengals. That doesn't make that sense. That is <laughs> – I need to go put a bet in on that ASAP because and that's, that's awesome today. Ridiculous. I just looked at this at the Barstool Sportsbook. Um, yeah. One of my coworkers printed off the sheet that has all the odds on it today. So, yeah, that's, that's, I need to, that's current. I need to go lock that in real quick. Yeah. Well, that's current. So, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. The Browns and the Ravens were pretty tight, but the Bengals were a little bit behind, and the Steelers were um, fourth to last to win the AFC. So. Well, I've been there. Yeah, I can't actually. That was probably my biggest bet last year. Was I put I put the bet in at plus twenty two hundred yep. for the Bengals to win the AFC North yep. in July. Cashed it. <laughs> I took the Rams three weeks before the season ended to win the Super Bowl. Oh, it was me versus locks at the igby's there for the uh, super bowl party locks oh lord locks would have won an equivalent amount to the amount of money that i won and one of us was gonna win yeah one of us glad in five digits that night glad glad it was you (laughs) he just bought a mercedes benz he doesn't need that money yeah he's doing all right (laughs) all right higgy well we're about to run up here so thank you for coming on i appreciate being the second guest appreciate the invite i will come back whenever you want me to well sometime when my uh, lame-ass brother-in-law quits making excuses then we'll get all three <laughs> of us on here at some point in time oh clown sash i'm in clown <laughs> sash. we'll get spice in here too all right Higgy. all right, well, all right big dog on, buddy appreciate you yes sir all right i'll see you we'll talk good dingers go dings <laughs>